Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. And, uh, you know, unless you've been living under a rock for the last six or seven weeks, I've been living in an undisclosed location, in a bunker, hidden away from everybody. And uh, this week, you guys aren't going to believe this, but I have actually turned up in Brisbane, Australia. Brisbane, Australia. Brisbane? I am down under. That's, that's a lot of digging. Under. Is that different from There's Brisbane? <laughs> It, it, yes. The Brisbane. Yes. It is true. It is true. Because you were in New Hampshire That's last week. That's where I am. New Hampshire. Did, yeah. So I got to ask you, did you go through the center of the earth to make a quicker you stop, or did you actually go around? Now, a magician never gives away his secret. Or or <laughs> are, are, are you, in fact, a flat earther? Hollow earther. <laughs> that, that, that could also be one of my secrets. What about that a could flat, be one of the secrets here. What about a flat hollow earth? Ooh. That'd be weird. Yeah. But then he would have fell out it's the other possible. side. Yeah, he would have just... Cr- it's like, true. <laughs> goodbye, Mike. It's very true. Abyss. What would the Earth be? Like a box, kind of? Like a rectangular box, if it Pretty were that much. Way? Pretty much. With a bunch of junk in it. It should be. <laughs> it's probably what it should be. But, uh, you know, while I'm, while I'm digging away and turning up in other countries, Brisbane. the guys are working hard out of the studio. Let's introduce them right now. First, he's got the heart of a lion, the brain of a genius, and the body of a goddess. He's rich. Oh, that's right. All those things are very mm. accurate description of me. Uh, I'm kind of like the uh, chimera, uh, only not not like the yeah. same. But you know, I'm three parts, the same different things. It's great. All oh, like one a man. griffin. Yeah, that too. Uh, or a minotaur. But I do have to apologize to the fans. So you see, there was a little bit of a mix up this week, and some of you will notice that this show, and, and I'm going to get into this. This show is going to come out a little earlier than normal. Uh, we're putting it out on Monday, so if you guys saw it t- pop in your stream on Monday, you're going to be like, "What the hell?" Because you just saw the last episode pop up in your stream. Saturday night. Uh, the reason why is because I uh, have had a very busy week between work and personal things, and I thought that I had put up the show, and I didn't do it until Saturday night, and we caught it right before we recorded Saturday afternoon. Didn't get it up. So I didn't get it up. Yes, there you go. It's it's, it's very sad. Uh, if, Blue Chew, if Blue Chew was one of our sponsors, it probably would have helped me out quite a bit, uh, but uh, the truth of the matter is, is I have been busy doing a lot of things, and uh, one of them is, during that show, you're going to hear it during the commercial break, and you also here this week during the promo break uh we are doing uh 8122 productions myself uh is, is, is uh, you know especially is doing uh live stream for the cure this uh, year uh it's to help uh, get rid of cancer we're trying to help uh, ten thousand dollars it's the fourth year of doing it epifilm guys uh big shout out to them they, they put this together it's a bunch of different content creators streamers podcasters and everybody else uh we are a part of that with uh, hashtag 607 podcast is a part of that it's going to be myself uh it's going to be ken m from the ultra duro parlay hour and it's going to be uh tom from off the cup 
gaming and uh we've been figuring me and ken are not streamers so we've been figuring out how to stream uh so that's kind of taken up a lot of my time between work and so that's where my my, my brain is kind of going to swish cheese yeah so it's a good cause you'll hear it during the promo please support the cause uh anything counts I, the goal was ten thousand this year because they presume we go up uh, of course we understand with covid 19 money is tight so whatever you can do to get rid of help get stamp out cancers are great there's gonna be some great merchandise and apparel you guys can buy there's uh links and all that stuff uh just check it out we'll we'll i'll point you in the direction of that stuff and the cool part about streaming is it might lead to some cool streaming stuff for this uh show uh so we're gonna be talking about that possibly later on uh down the road because uh now that i know how to do all of this maybe i'll put it to work sweet i like hearing things like this so you know this is why you're the hardest working podcaster in all of podcasting Feels but that way sometimes. I wish I was. That, I, I wish I made the most money. He's out the of James that, Brown zero. He's the James Brown True. of podcasting. I, I work for free though, unfortunately. Yeah. He's the James Brown of podcasting. Well, that might. Oh, I mean, James Brown at one point worked but, for drugs. I don't even get drugs though, so damn. True, that's true. Although it wouldn't hurt. So. No, 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 we wouldn't. But you know, Rich isn't the only one in the studio. You hear the other one there. Hey. We call him a buffoon. We call him stupid. We call him everything else. But he really is the smartest man in all of horror <laughs> podcasting. Welcome back, the professor. Well, hello. I mean, he's the smartest man in all of horror podcasting until he opens his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. yeah. And then that's it. Yep. And everything just falls apart. Just went out the window. Yeah. No, that's it. Um, so It's good to be back. Sorry I missed you guys last week. Had a little bit of a drunken mishap and... Got a little too celebratory. Oh, don't worry. You haven't heard that episode yet. We we didn't sugarcoat it. We, we didn't even try to make up an excuse. We just told everybody you were hungover. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. It's new true. new job. Got got too much in celebration mode and uh, drank myself into a uh, coma. So that was fun. Not really yeah. a coma, but anyways, I I did miss out. Whoa. Psycho Two is uh is a is my my second favorite of the series after Psycho, um and. Yeah. I'm glad I, I uh, can't wait to hear what you guys did yeah, about that. But good. real quick, um, I don't know if Mike has this on the news. I just got a text message. Rest in peace, Fred Willard. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Rest in Just oh, popped no. up. Just popped up. R.I.P. Fred oh, I Willard. I Fred Willard. So do I. I am actually kind of devastated right now. Um, Fred Willard is amazing. Oh, that guy was hilarious. Yeah, he was he was a great actor. Um, I mean, most people might know him from Tremors, but he was in everything. This guy was in everything. Yeah, I'm confirming that right now yeah. through TMZ. Fred Willard, actor, dies at 86. Well, that's I didn't realize he was that old. Mm-hmm. He was an anchorman, Modern he, Family, uh, you name it. He yeah. was in everything. Wow, oh, that's sad. Oh, that's that's heartbreaking news. Oh wait, so, I'm, yeah, I'm getting I did not know that going into this. I'm getting mixed up with Fred Ward. <laughs> Fred Willard. Fred Willard. Fred Willard. He wasn't in Trevor's. He was in, he was in. See, I am the dumbest. He, yes, exactly. I said as soon as you open your mouth. But anyway, he was in Everybody Loves Raymond, Best in Show, Anchorman. Yeah, he everything. was in a ton. He was in everything. There's not much he wasn't in. Yeah, let me tell you, Best in Show, one of the most, one of the greatest movies, one of the greatest comedies. I've ever seen. Well, all that, that movie's fantastic. Yeah, that Christopher, uh, everything from Waiting for Guffman onward, all that stuff's gold. His, uh, his, uh, he was in, um, his daughter said that he passed uh, peacefully. His agent said that he died of natural causes. He was, yeah, I mean, he was, yeah. But, um, he wow. was in that, well, that Netflix sketch comedy show, I Think You Should Leave. He's 
amazing in one of the skits in that. Uh, if you haven't seen that show, it's definitely worth checking out. But that's late stage uh, Fred Willard right there. Yeah, not Fred Ward. Fred oh. Willard. <laughs> there you Fred go. Fred Willard. Willard. Yeah. But we have a whole was, episode uh, full of news. Not a whole episode full of news. Of course, we have our in, we have so. our th- we have our third week of five weeks of Psycho coming up. Yeah, so it's Psycho three this sure week. Do. That's in the that's in the Horror Zone six zero seven review section. But we three have a lot five. of news. Uh, so, Mike, you should probably just jump right into that. Unfortunately, breaking news is we got the break here at Fred Willard. So yeah. rest in peace. Condolences to all his friends, family, and uh, fans out there. Yeah, but uh, unfortunately, and he would have said this himself. I believe the show must go on. Yes. Yeah, that's true. You're right. You know, the show will go on here, and we are going to break into the news here right away. So uh, we have some uh, some purge news this week. And, you know, up, up to now, I think that we've all made it pretty clear how we feel about the purge series, you know, whether it be the movies or the television series. You know, I think that we all pretty much agree for the most part. We're fans, you know, yeah. overall of that of that entire whole you know, stick. It's good stuff. Well, we got some bad news this week. The whole, You know, actually all around bad news. This so is first bad. of all. The USA Network has canceled the Purge TV series, which absolutely broke my heart when I saw that news. I, I'm just so, gonna, I'm not gonna, good. I'm gonna th- I, I gotta say it, I'm gonna say it early. They have now the USA Network. Whoever specifically is uh, in, in in charge of this decision, I will find out because they are now jo- joining the fuck Sean Cunningham. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Fuck USA Network. That's right. Fuck USA Network. You and Sean Cunningham, you both can eat a dick. Yeah, where did this come yeah. from? Is there any reason, like, the numbers just went down? The numbers went down, because season one was critically acclaimed, and it got big numbers. Season two, the numbers were down a little bit, but the executives I thought it was down, like, 50%. Network, something like that, but the executives at the USA Network want to change everything that they've got currently from scripted programming to unscripted programming. What? So there's going to be a whole bunch of stupid reality shows uh, coming yeah, on they're USA, going the MTV like. route, man. Oh, Bullshit. Yeah. Wow. Which is not good. So No, USA's always done yeah. movies and well, stuff. Well, here's That's the problem. This is so where, weird. This is the problem. Here's where USA, because it, all it takes is one show. And that's really what happened, like on, on MTV. Think about it. The the whole TRL. thing, the the, no, the real world. Oh yeah. When yeah. the real world hit it big, and that's where reality TV was technically born. That's when, and then TRL did well. So everything they started to do turned to gold, and then all of a sudden it went to shit. But then the, yeah. you were too far down the line to ever change back. What's happening with the USA is because of their business dealings with the world with World Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah. Uh, because they host Raw, uh, they also got the show Ms. and Mrs. And that does very good numbers it doesn't do as good it doesn't do it raw is their number one show on usa network the second the second highest rated show now is ms and mrs mm. uh, which doesn't do exactly the same numbers but does better than everything else and everything so now of course they're getting their streams crossed and going oh shit people want to see streams. this and it's just like no people don't want to see it i I'm, I'm so tired of reality tv it just needs to go it's got to get yeah up. reality tv is awful and yeah i always forget like real world real, and then the real world real, real world road rules challenge I was say real world spawn road rules and then real world and road rules because hey you can't have good enough you just cross them together and bam here we go yeah real world road rules challenge that basically laid the schematic for all the reality shows that you see now with the competitions and like even top chef is like road rules real world road rules cha- blah, blah. that's tough to say in a sentence um real world road rules challenge is basically the same as top chef but top chef you have prof- professional chefs you know with doing challenges yeah i got you yeah 
I just, I, I mean, that's it. I'm that's all right. It all with, I'm all right from. with that. I'm all right with chefs and stuff like that. I'm all right with certain things. Yeah, but I don't think everything. I don't, yeah, I don't think everything <laughs> on television has to be a fucking reality show. Yeah. Well, it's so I, yeah. like chopped and stuff like that. It's like these people uh, take themselves way too seriously sometimes. Like the host of Chopped, whoever that guy is, very dingusy. Anyways, go on, Mike. Yeah, well, there's there's uh, other bad news, and I don't know that this is really going to get the plug pulled all together because I think that it's pretty much in post-production at this point, and they'd already filmed it, but The Forever Purge, which is the next movie, the actual theatrical release, uh, has, it's been pulled from, from release. Um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to say that that's got to be, although it didn't specifically say it was due to COVID-19, I think it's obvious that that's what it was, yeah. but it is unknown if th- at this time if they're actually going to give it a new release date for theaters. Or if it's going to end up going straight to VOD and digital. It doesn't so, say COVID-19. Um, you have to guess. In other news, water is wet. Yeah. Like, of course, like, everything yeah. is everything's getting fucked up. Yep. So I, 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 right. it's sad, but it, it, that's just the way of the world. Mm-hmm. True. You know, but. You they, know, so they, they so. filmed it. They've confirmed that they finished it. Yeah, the filming is done. It was in post-production when everything shut down. So, um, huh. you know, obviously theaters are not going to be open anytime soon still. So, uh, you know, I think that that's probably more what the issue is. But, yeah, I don't know. They, they didn't announce anything. They just said that it's been pulled indefin- indefinitely at this point. So yep. so there is no purge coming our way. I, I'm more upset about the TV series, to be honest, because that was a fantastic, yeah, fantastic I was, was going to get into that. And you guys had talked me into that. I was about to. Yeah, I mean, well, so the, the end of the it. first season kind of was, from what I remember of it, it was kind of, it ended the the story arcs that were going on, but at the end of season two, they left it wide open for the next season. Yeah. So it's very disappointing. Um, you know, very, always... was very excited to see what was coming next with it. So an incomplete uh, story is you know, always bad, sad. Bad week for the purge. Yeah. Bummer. Uh, next up, there's some interviews that, uh, that we've got some of our favorite horror uh, people that were involved in this past week. Uh, first, Adam green, who, as you know, uh, is behind the hatchet films. Uh, he did state that it's a safe bet that we'll be seeing more Hatchet films. So um, cool. I don't know how I feel about those movies. The first one I was a big fan of. Yeah. Uh, the second one I thought was terrible. The third one I actually enjoyed quite a bit. The fourth one, which kind of came out of nowhere, was called Victor Crowley. Was kinda, I, I didn't like it the first time I saw it. Um, I like it a lot more the the subsequent times that I've watched it since then. How many times have you watched funny. it since? 20? Uh, not as many as Halloween 2018. <laughs> So, well, well, yeah, I've probably seen it maybe about five, ten times. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I, it's grown on me. I actually, you know, it, it is funny. I like it a lot. But, uh, yeah, don't know when they're coming. But uh, Adam Green likes to kind of space them apart and kind of drop the bomb on people when it comes out. So, you know, be looking forward to, uh, to some more Hatchet films because they will be coming. That that should be fun. Yeah. yeah why I not? Yeah. I like why it. Not? Yeah. What do you guys think of the Hatchet films? I enjoy it. I've only seen the first two, so I don't know three and four, but I, I think they're solid. Like, the second one's eh, but the first one definitely I liked. They're a lot of fun. They're slasher, right. so yeah. they're fun slashers. Like, I it's kind of throwback, you know? Like, it, it just it's pure old And that's what he was going ish. for with them. Yeah. Big country redneck mongoloid killer, I'm in. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like some other killer. Absolutely. But, you know. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> But not the same. Yeah, yeah. But not the same. Not the same. Though. You know, there's no. By no means mask. is it the same guy playing both killers. No, no. By also by no means is it uh, you know a, a hockey mask wearing slasher mongoloid. Killer. Yeah. No. Yeah, not at all. 
Not at but all. if you go back to part two, they both do wear overalls. Yeah. Ooh. That's true. So Friday the 13th part hmm. two is wearing them overalls, man. And the bag on his head. But the shirtless, they both like to hang out but, in the woods but the near, sh- near watery areas. Yeah, but you got to give it to Victor Crowley. He's got this shirtless uh, overall look. Mm. True. So I don't know. Uh, it's, that's it's, close. it's too close to call. <laughs> too close yeah. to call. Of course, the last Hatchet movie had her uh, had the good friend of the show, uh, Felissa Rose, in it, too. Oh. Yeah. She was in Hatchet 4. Um, she, yeah, uh, she I, was, she was, yeah, she's I'll talking to, to fill in my Hatchet watching yes, gaps. Yes, 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 yes. I, I saw her at Scaricon. We talked about that movie for a little bit. Fun movie. Did super really? awesome. By the That's way, cool. super awesome, super awesome celebrity, by the way, to meet. If you ever get a chance to meet Felissa Rose right? after all this is over, trust me, she's wild and crazy. She's a lot of fun. You wild, like wild and crazy. She's she's a lot of fun. Uh, what's next in the news? So there was another interview that was done this past week uh, with uh, I, I'm not familiar with the uh, publication, but it's uh, called Two Fab. Uh, there was an interview that they did with Matthew Lillard. And um, he told them that he would love to return to the Scream series oh. and reprise the oh. Stu Mocker character. That, that was the, that wasn't the noise I was. I thought he was talking about how you know, he's still pissed off that he wasn't Shaggy in the <laughs> new Scoop movie. <laughs> he has a good yeah. Shaggy. Well, he was pissed about that. Yeah, that's another different news. So, so he wants to come back as somebody who me and the professor both thought was dead. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pretty yeah. sure he died. I, I mean, I assume well, he died. Well, I guess they didn't. Yeah. like dwell on it, but yeah. you know. That's interesting. Yeah, he had a TV dropped on his head, but he could have survived that. You know, it was one of those big... Yeah. But before then, he was also feeling a little bit woozy, man. Yeah, he was, like, bleeding out. Yeah. Gets a TV dropped on his head. His his, his mom and dad were going to be pretty mad at him. But um, My mom and dad uh, are going to be pissed. Right. So one of the things he talked about, and it's common knowledge if you're a fan of the series and you kind of, like, read into it over the years, but originally, the, the original script of Scream 3... He was actually going to be the mastermind uh, pulling all the strings from prison. He was going to have survived the ordeal, and he Ugh. was going to actually be pulling the strings from prison. Ugh. So it's something that they've toyed with the idea of that. Do I mm. see that happening? Probably not. But mm. I think that it would kind of be, you know, mm. kind of an interesting uh, Fou- an interesting story arc if they put him in there. Found me, me on this. The only way it would have worked, and, and, and rest his soul, because I know he's no longer with us, uh, 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 Michael Clark Duncan would have had to be his cellmate, Re- loosely reprising his role <laughs> from the Green Mile. <laughs> Green Mile, loosely, loosely sure. reprising that role. Scream crossover, yeah, a little crossover there. If that if that was the case, that I would have taken that as my Scream movie. Yeah, only that. And also, the killer had to be sure. uh, the killer had to be an orangutan like uh, Kevin Smith put in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Like the reveal right. had to be a orangutan. Yeah. So the orangutan Obviously. was doing the bidding of Matthew Lillard, who had a very special. Gigantic black man as his uh, cellmate. And have a Scooby-Doo ending? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Scooby-Doo ending. Matthew Lillard's great. I, I, I want like to see him in more stuff, especially, and I think I've talked a little bit about his role on uh, Twin Peaks The Return. Mm-hmm. He was amazing in that, and he got a lot of goodwill critically, I think, for that role. Yeah. He's a great actor. Um, I have no problem. Yeah, it'd be nice to see him, but I, uh, 
just why would uh i don't know it doesn't I, I don't think we need to go back that far i mean yeah. first of all like like you guys said i mean yeah. for the most part we're all assuming he's dead because i mean that was we're not talking TV about on the heads right, no ready for this we're not talking about a flat screen of today like you could live through a flat screen like the tv that's yeah. probably in most people's living room right now unless it's like mega large unless it's like a 65 it's or 70 glass, television though. yeah but those that glass doesn't break because it's all it's all oh, made yeah, of plexiglass yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. so if you think about back then we'll get to that in a second but think about it. now if that tv falls it's gonna hurt like a bitch it's gonna do some damage don't get me wrong you're gonna end up with at least a concussion if not worse it could kill you if it was it big could, enough however hard enough. all over however back then even a 32 inch television with those giant tubes and all that the glass tubes. and that one was at least a 40 incher so going down on his head he ain't getting up from that because those 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 tvs have, re- have you ever carried i mean i know everybody in this room is old enough but I, all of you at home i'm talking to you have you ever carried an old tube tv maybe yeah, you're in our age gigantic. group and you remember that oh my god i hated that oh man and you could even have a smaller one it could be like a 20 inch and it felt like it was like 100 pounds yeah and it was heavy as hell and the gla- and it was made of glass in the front so that glass is going to hit on you and, of and course, there's all the components in the tube uh-huh the, uh-huh. Well, that's how uh, Dan Aykroyd's character dies in Gross Point Blank is just straight TV to the head. That's it. That's it. That's all. He doesn't get. So you're telling me. He's not me? like bleeding out from multiple stab wounds either. He's. It's just <laughs> like uh, John Cusack smashes the TV tube tube side down right onto his head and he's dead. That's it. You know. So I, I, I doubt he I lives think he could survive it. I you know what we do? Really we need to reach out. It. We need to reach out to the MythBusters and find out if yeah. this is real. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's no getting up from that. MythBusters no, reunion. No Here we go. <laughs> no getting up from that. Got what so else? We're gonna you got, find Mike? out if he did. Yeah, we're gonna find out if he did. What else you got? So to next the news? up, HBO Max. It seems like every week lately we've been talking about either you know HBO Max or HBO in general, but uh, they are now developing a feature film based on the novella Throttle, which is, uh, of course, written by Joe Hill and Stephen King. And I figured the professor would know a little bit about some, a little bit about Throttle. I've I actually have only just read about this in the news. I did not, I was not aware of this uh, book, um, but it's one I'm definitely going to put on my list. Father so, and son team up. Yeah, I mean, they, they've written some stuff together before too, I think. Uh, no, Owen King. Owen, yeah. o- Owen King, they did that Sleeping Beauty book together. Yeah. Um, uh, they've worked, uh, Joe Hill and Stephen King, I mean, they've, worked, duo, they've yeah. worked together on movies. Though. Yeah. They've worked together on uh, adaptations. And also I do believe that, uh, the episode, uh, the episode, the Stephen King episode of creep show was directed by Joe Hill. Yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah. they have worked together as, as a tandem in the film industry I, to this now, to my knowledge, I think throttle is the only book that they've worked on. Maybe a short story here and there. Yeah. I, I don't really think that they've, stories. I don't think that they've done like a full on, and this is a full on, you know, well, it's not a full book, but it, cause it's a small, but it's bigger than just a two page short story as well. Uh, so, I mean, I'm all in, I'm, I mean, I'm all in on HBO max. Of course, HBO max, uh, debuts May 27th. Uh, if you sign up for it now, I'm sure everybody's seen it in their ads for everything because yeah, they're, they're spamming it. If you sign up now, you can get it for eleven ninety nine for the first year. They did. They did in the tall grass together as a novella. Um, okay, so yeah, they've so, done another a novella. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm throttle. This is kind of news to me. I didn't. It was off completely off my radar until the news about it, like them doing this uh, film adaptation. But now he's on it. Yeah. He is on. I'm. It. I'm on, he it, is on it. Like white on rice. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what else we're gonna be like? We're gonna be on like white on rice. Like I know pork you guys and fried are rice. For this news, this this is the news. This is the story of this week. 
by no means will anything be bigger than this news. No. Okay, so New you're... Mutants. Oh, New, New Mutants. Mutants. It is now set to release in theaters on August 28th. It yes. is happening. Finally. It is not going to be delayed again. Uh, this is it. This, this is the big one. Mike, Mike, Mike. So, what, so, so it's not like going to be like the other eight times it's been canceled? Nine, nine times is a charm? Is that what you're saying? How many times has it been? Literally eight times. Eight times. I think eight. Eight yeah. times. Eight times. <laughs> like that. Eight times it's been canceled. How long this is, is the one. movie? This how is long? The one. It's, it's happening for real this time. <laughs> you heard it here. Mike C it. confirms this is it. Mike C. Mike yeah. C says he's got the it. inside scoop. You know when he said it was the when he said it was the when he made it sound like it was the news of the century. I was like, what? Freddie Alvarez is uh, going to be directing a remake of of uh, Freddie's Dead. Like I was like in. Yeah. Oh. And then he said. New Mutants, and I went, well, August 28th will come and go, and it'll have a different date. This movie's <laughs> been in the can for, like, almost a decade, I feel like. Uh, actually, it's been in the can since 2017. Okay. The beginning of 17. Like, they shot it in 2016. Yeah. And the editing was done in, like, January of 2017. It has been in the can that long. So that's three, ye- over three years. We're going on almost four years that this movie has technically been completed. Yeah. And then it's been edited, and it's been reshot, yep. and it's been edited some more. And allegedly, well, last apparently we heard, the director said they didn't really reshoot much. But or... they did. Allegedly, they did. And then now, allegedly, when we were getting, when we was set to be released before all COVID-19 broke out, we were told that they were going back to the original cut of the movie, the original edit. So okay. literally, the <laughs> almost four-year-old edit of the movie, by the time it comes out in August, literally, you're almost, you're like three and three-quarters years years away you know in in the can so it's a strange situation uh last i heard before this they were also debating about maybe putting it on disney plus or to vod yeah but i guess they decided against that and they're hoping for that the well, theaters there was will a be thing open. that came out there was a kind of a thing that came out this week where amazon prime um actually had a thing on where you could pre-order it on there so everybody thought they were finally going to just put it on that and then they pulled it it like disappeared and then this news came out so <laughs> You know, nobody knows what exactly was going on there either. My my guess is but, this. Uh, my, my guess is the Disney Corporation is taking a look, and everybody is so scared right now with everything going on in the world and not the all the uncertainties. And they're hoping that. I mean, I mean this in the best way I can. They're hoping that with the theaters open, with everybody pushing their movies back to the fall, there's not much coming out. That maybe because there's nothing else coming out, that maybe this will get a big box office draw. That's the only thing I can think of. That's the only reason I can I see know. putting it out on, on uh, August 28th seems like a safer date for theaters. They might only be at half capacity, but, you know, once again, it seems like a safer date. And I also think that if there is no competition, because think about it, all the competition is pushed, pushed back till October and November, as we've talked about in the past, if not until next year in certain circumstances. So I'm looking at it like maybe Disney goes, hey, wide open market. Seems to be a safe date. We throw it out there. There's really nothing else in in the theaters. People are going to want to go to the yeah, movies. Yeah, people are going to want to get out of their houses and go to the movies. It's still summertime, so the drive-ins will still be open. Yeah. And, and hey, maybe we can get a big, huge box office that we probably wouldn't have gotten before. This could be are their saving grace for keeping in the can so long. Maybe they can make a opening week over $100 million. I think if it would have came out against other movies in, in the normal time before COVID, I don't think it would have had that big of a return because yeah. people kind of fell off off on you know obviously when disney goes hey yeah we're just gonna throw out the original version see how it flops you're going 
there's something to that. That means that they really have no hopes for this movie. Mm-hmm. And so now when they're doing this pass, I just feel like it's like, hey, we're going to go up against nothing. We're going to make a ton of money. Call it a day. And I, I think that's really there's where they're going. a lot more hype around it, too, because it's been like <laughs> almost four years. Almost four years. It's like blue balls every time. Like, oh. <laughs> Uh, if you want to talk about that, we'd have to get the master of the edge in. That would be Diesel. <laughs> the Edge. Uh, he got a shout oh, out. Boy. Do you think that's why the Edge from U2 calls himself the Edge? He's just Ooh, I don't know. all the time. I don't know. Or is that why the rated R superstar in WWE Edge calls himself that? You never well, know. You never know. What about what about the guy from uh, U2? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know who's not edging? Uh, I can tell you who's not edging. Seth Rollins. Huh? Huh? Yeah, I saw that yeah. news. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, but his his uh, fiance Becky Lynch is pregnant. She had to be pulled from television because she's pregnant. So, uh, uh, I saw a funny meme. I know this is the wrestling show, but I did see a I see I, I did see a, a funny meme where it says, uh, "When are we going to talk about how unsafe of a worker Seth Rollins is?" Yet again, he puts another professional wrestler out of out of work. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> another big star out of yeah, work. Yeah, another big star out of work. I thought it was a funny one. So. Sorry, but I'm about to throw that. So, if you want to hear more wrestling content, three fat on the Three Fat Nerds Network, we have the wrestling show each and every week. Another eight one two two production thing. Mm-hmm. I do it with Ken M from the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour. There you go. I uh, self uh, promoting there, but uh, it's a lot of right. fun. But we'll talk about that this week on that show. I just wanted to throw it out there because we were talking about edging somehow. <laughs> I feel like I'm on Love Absolutely. Is Scary all of a sudden, Mike. You yeah, have no. flashbacks. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> hot ramen. Hashtag Couple. hot ramen. Ah. Uh. No, no, I think the professor almost fell in the chair. No, I just, I know. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Uh, co- continuing on though. Continuing on. I think we need to change the subject. <laughs> yeah, we do. And I've got something that I know you guys are excited about. The, uh, the director and the producer of the original Ghoulies. They yeah. both also co-wrote the film together. Want to reboot the franchise. And they currently have a petition up on change.org to push Sony pictures to allow them to do so. I, I so we be, may be getting a reboot of Ghoulies. As soon as I am done recording this show, I will be putting my name on that petition. Yeah. I might, I, and I will be, and one, one of us will share that link. One of us will share that link. Ghoulies, I remember very yeah. vividly being a child and going to video stores and seeing the Ghoulies with the one coming out of the toilet. And that permanently damaged me for like years. I, I'm going to be honest with you. When I was a yeah. kid... After I saw that movie, which, yes, I, I probably wasn't the most responsible thing for, for my family to show me that movie. <laughs> but anyways, because I was young. I was like yeah, seven well, when I saw it. I mean, I was, I saw yeah. it. Well, I'm, not, I'm not talking it's about like, the, yeah. I'm not talking about the, I saw the video video. Uh, uh, I actually saw the movie. Uh, I, I, the, the scene where that happens, there's the scene where the one comes, uh, spoiler alert, I guess, on a almost 30, a 30 plus year old movie. Uh, the, the one ghoulie comes out of the toilet and gets the guy and kills the guy through the rectum. Yeah, I know. Kills the guy through the rectum. From that time on, uh, if there was a, a bit in my life, I'm going to be honest with you, it's going to sound real bad. As a seven-year-old kid, though, you got to excuse me, from like the time I was seven to I was eight, I think I, I wiped standing up. Yeah. I was very no, leery of sitting I, on the toilet. I'm I not actually, joking. No, um, and that was just from me seeing the video cover. I eventually saw the movies and was like, oh, this isn't, you know, this isn't nearly as scary as my mind made it up to be. But, yeah, but imagine if you were seven and saw the movie. Yeah. That well, was I just saw the me. video. I, that was it for me. I, I just was like, I don't want to shit on a toilet ever again. Not without paying attention. And today, and to this day, you know, it's kind of funny. If you think about it occasionally, I'm like, huh, remember that scene from that movie? Damn, it, it damaged me as a child. But uh, I, I love it. I love to see it. Uh, we were talking about, when I said streaming, we were talking about maybe after we get the Twitch ball rolling and uh, we, you know, doing something, maybe we'll stream a movie night yeah, where we do commentary. commentary to a movie. Ghoulies could be one of those movies because it's a lot of fun to do commentary during. So uh, I hope they make a new one. I, I, I'd love to see it. Uh, hopefully it does better than Critters. Yeah. 
you yeah. know but i mean in this case the original creators are on board for it so you usually take care of your baby a little better than somebody else if you will true right absolutely right. well i'm glad to hear you guys are excited about that but you know what i'm excited about cbs all access they just announced that season two of the twilight zone will hit on thursday june 25th all right but that's not all all 10 episodes will be available at that time oh that's cool the guy that did not want to watch the Twilight Zone movie because of the sanctity of the original <laughs> yeah. is loving and waiting on bated breath for this remake. Well, what do you think of their remake of 20,000 uh, Terror at 20,000 Feet? The new one? Yeah, the season uh, one. I dug it, but I like the movie better. I'd be interested to see what Mike C. thinks of... Uh, I, you, you, need, you need to see it, Mike. Instead of just talking about being else. excited, you need to see it. It's different. I, I will say this. I It's all right. I, I, it's it's all right. It's To me, it was not as good as the movie, though. No, that, no, that particular no, no, one. No, but that, no. John Lithgow is such a beast. Yeah. Not only that, but George the... George Miller, we talked about. Yeah, yeah not, just, not just that. Also, you know, the the actual makeup. Like yeah. the actual gremlin and that's on the wing and et cetera, et cetera. Well, this one's really way... I mean, this takes... A completely different. Oh, it takes a completely different it. spin on it. Completely, yeah, and, and it's in the CGI is. Eh. I don't. I don't think. Uh, Me. I, I. I would be surprised if Mike C liked this one. I don't think he would. Uh, there is a couple of the episodes. And Scott's were, good in it, though. I yeah. mean, he's good. I, he's never bad in anything. But I, I will say this: there's there was uh, uh, of the first season of it. I don't want to crap on it too much. Uh, there was there there was a lot that I that was needed to be seen. I was not as impressed. Like Creep Show was way better. Yeah, the Return of Creep Show was way better than the Return of uh, Twilight Zone. Uh, but there was a couple episodes of Twilight Zone. Don't get me wrong; that I thought were really good. Yeah, and I thought they did a good take on. Uh, with that being said, I I, feel, I finally feel like Jordan Peele did something that failed. Like it was one of those things where you're like, and I'm not, not saying I want to see the guy. Us. Yeah, <laughs> but, but but us didn't fail. Yeah, it didn't. Like, to you to you you might have not liked it, but think yeah, about it. It, it did it, well. It, was, it panned well. Yeah. it made a lot of money and it even had Oscar talk. So yeah. I mean, at the same point in juncture, it the didn't performances really were the, good. Yeah. I didn't I didn't enjoy it as much as Get Out uh, no, for no. reasons I've said a million times. But at the same time, it you can't say it failed. Whereas the Twilight Zone, it was funny that they signed another season because. A lot of people had the same reaction. It kind of went deadpan yeah, on people. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll, maybe season two will be better. Yeah, I think they just give you Jordan Peele a free pass at this point without, like, challenging him on anything. Yeah, I, I, I think that'll end. Eventually, that always ends, which is yeah. funny. When you, Whenever, you, you know, there's a lot. When you're the it guy and then finally they take the pass away, it, yeah. that's telling. Yeah. Because then you're either going to sink or swim. And we'll find out with him. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't have some great I, ideas, I think but... Cool, but like I, I was I've, not impressed by some of the. I call him stuff. the anti M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, what I mean by that is there is never a twist to his movies. Mm -hmm. There's never a twist to anything he does. It's all straightforward. You know what's gonna. You know how the movie is going to end when the movie starts. Yeah, the first five minutes you're like, oh, I knew because even Get Out, I knew. Yeah. I'm like, oh, the girlfriend yeah. is definitely not with him. Yeah, yeah. The girlfriend is a is a as much of a part of this as anybody else. Yep. And then when you hear the original cut of that movie was that he was going to be shot and killed by a cop. The, the hero the protagonist was. Yeah. Then they changed it because they're like, oh, that was too dark. I'm like, you should have gone with a dark ending. Yeah. I don't know why you didn't go with a dark ending. That's mm -hmm. just me. But whatever. Uh, to each their own. And like I said, I, 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 just, I don't hate Jordan Peele. I just didn't like the first season. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe everybody at home uh, is can tell me otherwise. Is Antebellum coming out anytime soon, by the way? I don't know. I think that one just kind of nah. disappeared. Well, everything's gotten jumbled and bumbled. And Everything's yeah. kind of gotten disappeared, but... So, Mike, yeah. what else we got in the news? We got some more American Horror Story news this week. Uh, creator Ryan Murphy teased 
that there may, just may, be a spinoff series coming soon called American Horror Stories. And uh, if that's true, each episode will kind of be a one-hour-long uh, anthology, I guess is the best word to put it. They're just going to kind of be their own contained story. So, uh, well, yeah, in yeah the, day, the entire season of uh, that. So you'll have you'll have the, the OG, which is a season anthology, and then you'll have the new one, which will be an epis episodic anthology. Oh, yeah. uh, my only problem Correct. with this is, uh, in the in the day and age of the catchy hashtag and social media stuff and everything abbreviating, this doesn't really work out because you're not changing the initials. So it still would be hashtag AHS. So who the fuck would know what show they're talking about? Maybe they'll add an extra S. Maybe, but Us. I don't know. I don't American know. Horror it, stories. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? It's just weird to me because in this day and age, people in marketing think about that shit for some reason. I mean, obviously, who would have thought that on this show? I mean, hashtag HC six zero seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I mean, I, I, it is I'm weird. All right. I'm, it's weird. I'm all right with it. I think that what's bolstering people was the success on Shutter of uh, Creep Show. Yeah. At this point in juncture, you looked at the success of that and the hype behind season two, and the fact that uh, when they announced season two, uh, some sh the shutter uh, numbers went up. Yeah. Like they went up for Creep Show, and when they said that they're continuing, people just continued watching Shutter, which is not a bad idea if you're a horror fan. Just you know, it's a great it program. Is. That's awesome. And of course, Creep Show is now coming to AMC, which is the parent company of Shutter. Mm -hmm. But they're getting season one, and shortly after season one launches, we're getting season two on Shutter. Yeah. And uh, I think that that's what created this whole draw now people some people would be like well american horror story was doing it with the season but there's a difference between an anthology series that's episodic and a season-long one there's yeah. there's huge differences and creep show did it as a movie well before and of course the og of that is the twilight zone which we were just talking about mm -hmm. um so i really think that that's what bolstered people to do it you still have to bring interesting content what can you bring that's all i gotta know I, i'll watch it if it comes out I'll, I'll i'll give it a couple episodes but if it's not interesting it's gonna go off yeah right Good point. Uh, two more things we're going to talk about this week in the news. Uh, both uh, TV series. Uh, there is a new series. Uh, we talked about this months ago at some point. I don't even know when it was. But uh, Netflix uh, is going to be uh, bringing out a Juon series called Juon Origins. Well, we got a start date for that. It's going to be premiering on July 3rd on Netflix. Well, that's coming right up. Can't be any worse than the, the Grudge movie was. It's heading right for us. <laughs> that was something. It was. Special. I still have to. I, I do want to. I do want to see that. Even though you guys, yeah, I. <sighs> I know it's. I, I like watching. I, I bad will, movies. I, I didn't spoil it. I, I. I won't spoil it to this day. There is one scene that's worth watching the movie. I've said that before. There is one thing that happens in that movie that is completely worth. There's a couple. Actually, believe it or not, there's a couple things. Yeah. But there's one in particular scene where I was like, that was worth my time at least. That, that, but that's it. Right. The, the story, I think me and Mike agreed. The atmosphere was cool. The way they shot it was cool. The problem was the story was just all over the place, but not in a good way. Yeah. It was all over the place where right. you couldn't understand it. There was no, like, it was weird. And I'm like, you have to, and I understand that that's kind of like those movies. But the other movies you could understand. At least at the end of the movie, you went, oh, that's that's yeah. what all this was. This movie gets to the end and the, the end shot. And I, Mike, like Mike knows and anybody who's seen it knows. I, I guess I won't spot it. the end shot. You're like, so what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> like you still don't, right. you still don't know. Wait, they what? don't, they don't ever jump in, but there is a, Wait, there is some what? cool, I'm going to be honest. There's some cool deaths and some cool, like, uh, practical effects in this movie yeah uh, some of them were cg because i'm sure that that death that i the one death that i'm talking about is worth the price of admission is definitely cg because i don't see anybody doing that practically shit mm -hmm. it's crazy it's so it's worth it's, <laughs> yeah, it's I'll worth a, it mike out. you know what i'm talking about 
I know I'm talking in circles. Oh, I, I just don't want to. I don't want to spoil about. it. If anybody's not seen the movie, I don't want to spoil it. Um, uh, it's because it is worth t- checking out, but it's not a great movie. We gave it both very low grades because it's just it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I wasn't and but, and the other thing that the other movies did that this one didn't was I felt that there was a connection to the characters in the other movies. I did not feel connected to any of these characters. I didn't like any of them. I was like, good, right. good riddance. Mm-hmm. Like you, some of them were like just atrocious people. You're like, this oh, they got they the got one with John Cho, right? Yeah, yeah. Huh. So uh, he's usually sh- pretty likable. So the show, you know, his character in this movie is just um, to use a better word that I'm not, you know, you know, the people get thrown around a lot is he basically was like kind of like a cuck dude in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, okay. it, was, it was weird. I didn't like it at all. They didn't like it. But with that being said, uh, Juan, the series, I mean, if they do it right, I'm in. Do it right. Yeah. Do it right. It, the trailer looked good. So uh-huh. the trailer uh, premiered this week. Uh, you can see that on bloodydisgusting.com. Um, I don't know. It, it looked okay. You know, I'm definitely going to give it a chance. Uh, you know, I'm hoping it's going to be good. So yeah. I guess time will tell. Uh, last thing, and I know you guys are going to be excited for this. Um, one of the one of the disappointing things over the last year was the DC Universe streaming service uh, created a Swamp Thing series, and I know it looked awesome. They pulled it Everybody off was too. excited for it, it good. and they pulled the good. plug on it before it even came out. Yeah, but it so was good. It was a good show. Short. Yeah. They finally did a great it, live so. action swamp thing. Yeah, they did too. It was very good. And then they pulled the plug on it, mostly because of money. Yeah. Uh, originally uh, the, the right. originally the state of North Carolina to shoot there said that they were gonna cover half the budget. Yeah. Uh the budget of the mo- the budget of the show was like a hundred and ninety eight million dollars. And uh when it was time to pony up, they gave them fourteen million. Yeah, yeah, so they were yeah. holding in hand a should loss of Should have shot in Georgia. They should have shot in Georgia. They were holding in their hand like a loss of like a hundred and fifty million dollars or sixty million dollars. It was ridiculous. So yeah, like I can I, That's really why this was doomed. But it was the best looking. I, yeah. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. It was so good, so good. It's so sad. Well, if if you're anything like me and you haven't seen this series yet, but wanted to, it's going to be coming to the CW network. So there's no premiere date announced yet, but. Uh, Swamp Thing's gonna be coming to the CW, Hell and yeah. it will be that first season. So yeah. I don't. Uh, I'm. I'm assuming if you want to see more of it, watch it and give it the ratings, and maybe they'll make a second season. Maybe they. Yeah, they. Uh, we're still waiting on Constantine, <laughs> but you know, maybe. Oh man, so much wasted potential. Yeah, that Swamp Thing show is amazing. So if you didn't see it, you should. You Each should, episode you was heartbreaking because it was so good, and you knew it wasn't gonna. You know. Yeah, you knew before it launched. Like, oh, it this was is great. Ending. These cliffhangers are great. I want to see the next episode, but I don't want to watch it because I want to keep I'm one step I closer to, to the end. Yeah. Period. <laughs> like it's not going to like, we're never going to see where this all pays off because uh, they're cutting it short. Uh, it was really sad. Uh, but yeah, well with that, if you want to talk about swap thing or anything else we talked about, tell us that we're right or wrong. Tell the, uh, tell the professor that he's a buffoon. You yeah. never know. Uh, you can do that by on social media, horror zone, six Oh seven on Facebook, we're at HorrorZone607 on Twitter and Instagram. Hashtag HZ607 when talking about horror with us. Uh, also, you can go to 8122productions.com. Uh, search our archive and everything else. Check out the Three Fat Nerds podcast, the Wrestling Show podcast. Check out our friends of the show like the Ultra Duro Parley Hour. There's more to come. Obviously, when we get the Twitch thing up, uh, we'll have the advertisement for Twitch up there and everything else. I'll have to get the Patreon thing up there, too, because I, I got to start redesigning this website. Uh, but 
I've been getting my ass kicked at work and such. So uh, that'll all happen soon. 8122productions.com. Speaking of Patreon, if you want to get a ton of extra bonus content and help support the shows we do here for as little as $1 a month, that's $12 a year, you get a ton of bonus content. I'm talking about shows you get them early. You get the uncut, unrated version of the Three Fenders podcast. You get the uncut bonus content full, uh, the wrestling show. You get this show early. You also get Love is Scary with Dr. Derek. And eventually when Spooky Mike makes a return from uh, uh, hiatus, he might be uh, rejoining Dr. Derek. But for now, it's just Dr. Dr. Yeah. Derek, uh, trust me, the last one was a it was a fun one because he answered a famous football qu- player asked a question of Dr. Derek because he got himself in a sticky situation. And Dr. Derek, of course, always the helping hand. And uh, last but not least, we have a new show, uh, I Love Movies with Ron, where he talks about movies that he hates, uh, that some people love. He talks about movies that everybody hates. And he talks about movies that are bad movies, but we all love for whatever reason. Uh, every episode is different. The first episode is up. John Wick, we're doing the next episode, which will be up this Wednesday. And that's going to be on Alone in the Dark. Uh, horrible well, watch. Wait, the U-Bull? Oh, or, yes, yes. Okay. Alone in the Dark. There's the Jack Shoulder Alone By in the Dark. By the way, I, I just want to point out, because you're going to hear the promo for Livestream for the Cure. On Livestream for the Cure, May 31st at 1 p.m., 1 to 2 p.m., that's when we are going. We're doing the Hashtag 607 podcast uh, uh, stream there. Uh, we are actually doing our top five worst uh, video game movies. Oh. And then the, we're also going to oh. be doing our top five video games they should have made into a movie. Each member is doing it. Uh, let me tell you, I'm sure Alone in the Dark is going to be on those lists. Yeah. With that being said, though, 8122 or it's uh, patreon.com slash 8122productions. Help support out the show. Uh, if not, once again, we're always here for free for you because we like being in there. Uh, listen, once again, I've mentioned a million times, we're going to go to break. You're going to hear a promo for live stream for The Cure. Think about if you have the means to donate when that happens. Think about uh, donating because it does go to a, a good uh, cause obviously stamping out cancer is a great cause this is the fourth year so it's only getting bigger and better and with that being said uh we will be coming back for the horror zone 607 review of psycho 3 because we have five weeks of psycho we're in that third week that means psycho 3 will be right back oh yeah can you imagine a world immune to all forms of cancer ladies and gentlemen The time has come for our fourth annual live stream for The Cure. And this year, we need your help more than ever. Please join us May 27th through May 31st for 48 hours of live content from guests and podcasts around the world. We'll be aiming for our most ambitious goal to date as we try to raise $10,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. Please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com for more information on this year's event and how you can be a part of it. Together, we can make a difference. Welcome back to The Zone, and as we said before the break, it is time for the Horror Zone 607 review segment. Uh, We are in five weeks of Psycho. This is week number three. That means it is Psycho 3. Uh, Psycho 3 came out, let's see when the release date was, July 2nd, 1986, as a runtime of 93 minutes. It was written by Charles Edward Pogue. It was produced by Hilton A. Green, and it was directed by By the first movie by Anthony Perkins. It's the first time he ever was a director of a movie Uh, production company was Universal Pictures and it was made for a budget of $8.4 million 
And it made a box office of $14.4 million. So it made its money wow, back. Yeah. Made its money back. Uh, once again, it is starring Anthony Perkins, uh, Diana Scarwood, Jeff Fahey, and uh, Roberta Maxwell, uh, amongst other people. But uh, those are the main stars. Listen, I'm actually going to read the plot summary actually right off of Wikipedia. The reason why <laughs> is because this synopsis is, you know, the synopsis that I would read. It's not too wordy. Uh, and uh, we're going to get to the fact that I don't have a major attachment to this movie when we give the review on yeah, it. Yeah. There's a little lead in and out of the bag. So in 1982, Norman Bakes works at the Bates Motel and lives the preserve uh, and lives with the preserved corpse of Emma Spool, a waitress who told him that she was his real mother, local law enforcement and Norman's, Norman's ex-boss. Uh, of course, we saw that in part two. So uh, Mrs. Spool, we end the thing. She's in the in the in the chair outside. Crazy movie. We talked about it last week. If you haven't seen it, still sorry, the guy that got spoiled for you. So anyway, Spool has been missing <laughs> for over a month. So this movie, even though it comes out three years late, it comes out three years later, a is a month late. later in their world. So narratively, the, Psycho Psycho Two was out in 1983. This is out in 1986, but it's only a month. The events of Psycho Three take place one month after Psycho Two. So it very directly follows yes. Psycho Two. Dwayne Duke, a sleazy magician desperate for money, is offered the job of assistant motel manager to replace the late Warren Toomey, who was fired by Norman. Tracy Venable, a journalist from Los Angeles, is working on an article about serial killers being released. She believes that Norman is killing again. So when Norman appears at the diner, Tracy attempts to talk with him. Unaware of her ulterior motives, Norman opens up to her uh, but is distracted when Mary Ma Ma Maureen Coyle, a young, mentally unstable former nun, enters. He is startled because she resembles his former victim, Marion Crane. Seeing the initials MC on her suitcase, Norman panics and leaves the diner. Mother enters Maureen's bathroom later that night intending to kill her, only to find that Maureen has attempted suicide by cutting her wrist. The shock of this causes Norman to reset his personality while a delirious Maureen mistakes Mother holding a knife for the Virgin Mary holding a silver crucifix. Norman brings Maureen to a hospital and offers that she stay as long as she needs to. After she is released, they begin a romantic relationship. Later that night, Dwayne picks up a girl named Red at a bar, but after Red makes it clear that she wants more than just a fling, Dwayne throws her out. Red tries to call a cab, but Mother shatters the phone booth door and stabs Red to death. The following day, tourists arrive at the motel where they plan to watch a local football game. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tracy searches Mrs. Spool's apartment. She discovers the Bates Motel's phone number written on a magazine cover repeatedly. Patsy Boyle, the only sober guest, is murdered by Mother. Norman discovers Patsy's body and buries her in the motel's ice chest outside the office. The next morning, Sheriff Hunt and Deputy, Deputy Leo appear to investigate Patsy's disappearance. Tracy tells Maureen about Norman's past, causing Maureen to stay with Father Brian, who took care of her at the hospital. Norman finds that Spool's corpse is missing and finds a note stating that she is in cabin 12. Dwayne demands a large sum of money to keep quiet or else he will turn Norman over to the police. They fight and Norman beats Dwayne with his guitar until he loses consciousness. Norman drives Dwayne's car to the swamp with Dwayne and Patsy's bodies in it. Dwayne then regains consciousness and attacks Norman, who accidentally, who accidentally drives into the swamp. Norman escapes the car while Dwayne drowns. Meanwhile, Tracy talks to Statler and Myrna and Mrs. Spool and discovers she was working at the diner before Statler bought it from Harvey Leach. Tracy meets with Leach, a resident at an assisted living facility, and is informed that Mrs. Spool had also been institutionalized for murder. And uh, here's the twist. Here comes the twist. Here comes the last part in the twist. 
Maureen convinces herself that Norman is her true love and returns to the motel. Norman and Maureen share a tender moment at the top of the staircase when Mother shouts furiously at Norman. Startling him, he loses his grip on Maureen's hand, causing her to fall down the stairs, killing her. Enraged, Norman promises Mother that he will get her for this. Tracy enters the house and finds Maureen dead, then sees Norman dressed as Mother, bearing a knife, but is unable to flee. She tries reasoning with Norman by explaining his family history. Here comes the twist, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Emma Spool was his aunt and was in love with Norman's father, but he married her sister, Norma. Mrs. Spool kidnapped Norman when he was a child after killing Mr. Bates, believing Norman was the child she should have had with him. When she was caught, Norman was returned to normal while Mrs. Spool was institutionalized. Tracy discovers Mrs. Spool's corpse in the bedroom. Norman takes off his dress. Mother orders him to kill Tracy, but when Norman raises the knife, he attacks Mother instead, dismembering Mrs. Spool's corpse. Sheriff Hunt takes Norman to his squad car. Hunt informs Norman that they may never release him from the institution again. Norman replies, but I'll be free. I'll finally be free. In the back of the squad car, Norman caresses a trophy he concealed, the severed hand of Mrs. Spool. He strokes the hand and smiles. Fade to black. Uh, so that's just the rundown of the movie, the synopsis of the movie. Obviously, uh, if you didn't watch the movie, I, I'm not saying spoiler alert for a, t- a 30 year old movie. Yeah, yeah. Literally a 34 year old movie. Yeah. Uh, so with that being said, this movie is uh, missing notably the uh, cinematography. Yeah. Uh, this movie, in my opinion, does not have the feeling of the other two movies that were very well shot, very good atmosphere. I wasn't a huge fan of, of either of those things in this movie. However, what it does have, it is it is a straight-on slasher. Remember last week we talked about how the book, Psycho 2, was a slasher novel, and the movie went in a different whodunit route like the original. Yeah. Well, with Psycho 3, they caught up to the time and made it a slasher film. And that's really what this is. There's some cool slasher deaths in this film. You know, we don't really have the mystery. We know who Mother is. You know, it, 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 there's really no mystery to who it is. They try to kind of throw you off, but early on you realize it's Norman cause, and you see him. So, I mean, it's not it's not like they're even really trying to throw you off the, the path that bad. It's just a slasher film. Yeah. Uh, it has the, all the slasher tropes. <laughs> it really does. The phone it, booth it, murder especially. The phone booth murder, like, yeah. That's straight up like like uh, Friday the 13th yeah. style. I think even uh, even the late Roger Ebert said in his uh, criticism of this movie, he said that it was less like Psycho, more like Friday the 13th. Yeah. And he wasn't wrong. He, I, I will well, say he wasn't Ebert, wrong. Ebert was kind of kind to this one. Wasn't he, he was a little more kind to this than he's been to other horror movies. But at yeah. the same time, he was, he was also, if you look at the rating, the rating was like a three and a half. Yeah. Uh, but his uh, actual like words were more scathing. It was, yeah. it was kind of an interesting Ebert one. Maybe they paid him for the rating and he just said yeah. his personal feelings. And I don't know. Cause that's really what, you know, he was, he was a paid critic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that being said, that's just my critiques of the film. I mean, I'll obviously give my uh, review in a minute. Rafe, uh, or sorry, the professor, hey, who, I got to call who's, my who's 50, this Rafe? I got to call him 50 different who's names. It? The drifter that sits in front of me currently. <laughs> uh, what is your uh, opinions of this the movie? Review wise? Well, not, not, not great yet though. Like I, I like elements of it. Um, I maybe not as harsh a feeling towards it, um, but it, it it's a relatively good slasher flick. Um, I really like Jeff Fahey. I've always been a Jeff Fahey fan. Um, Body Parts was it Body Parts that he was in? Yes, uh, that's an excellent movie. And he's in like uh, Planet Terror and stuff like that. But um, Jeff Fahey's good in it as Dwayne. Um, I do enjoy that character quite a bit. Um, so there, there are certain things about it, but it just doesn't have, like, Psycho 2 is excellent, I think. A uh, very underrated movie, like I was saying at the beginning of the show here. 
Um, I wish I had been present for the analysis of it. Um, like, especially since like it really plays with, you know, you don't even have Norman Bates killing anybody really in that movie. Um, like it's, it's all just kind of people manipulating him and you know, it's, it's, uh, his madness comes back by the end. You know what I mean? He's actually doing pretty good for himself. And in this one, like he's, he's back, you know, and it's just straight up slasher hack and slash. Um, the twist seems really phoned in, like, just like, we're going to like kind of soap opera style like oh i'm your aunt and it, it, well we, like, we teased it last week we teased yeah. that they retconned out the fact that mrs spool was his mother yeah and they went with the aunt thing which i i said they should have done in the second movie that was my only gripe about the second movie yeah however when you get to the third movie and they do it you're just kind of like eh. yeah and it, it um like anthony perkins you would hope that he would be a good director and you know obviously his son being a director um clearly there was that kind of bug in the family that they wanted to do that sort of thing um Oz, osgood Oz, osgood perkins yeah it's osgood osgood perkins he's a little bit better visually um than anthony perkins is like is this the only movie anthony perkins directed i don't uh, know i'm not sure i'd have to look it I, up I, I would have to look it up too but yeah it doesn't it, it doesn't seem like anything special direct direction wise like the cinematography, the music, there, there's there's nothing really truly special about this one for me other than like Jeff Fahey and uh, Anthony Perkins is great as Norman Bates. You know, it's fun to watch. So that's my kind of, eh, you know. All right, Mike, uh, what is your take on this? Well, uh, much like you said in the description, uh, I actually also wanted to beat this movie with a guitar until it lost consciousness. Um, this This movie's terrible. Um, I, I like that it's that, you know, the, the setting as you would expect it to was, was similar, you know, it was the same setting and everything, but that's about it. Uh, Jeff Fahey, who actually, uh, was born not far from Binghamton, New York. I actually used to date a girl from his hometown of Olean, New York. Olean. Um, he's from, wow. I am not a, he's from Olean. Yes. You're not a so, Fahey fan. Um, I am not a Fahey fan. I can't stand him in pretty much anything that I've seen oh, him in. And oh, this movie to oh. me was sleazier than Friday the 13th Part 5, and I'm actually a fan of that movie. Uh, I am not a fan of this. Um, it, yeah, I mean, it, it was a continuation of the second one, but I just thought that it went down a stupid path, was unnecessary, yeah. and it, clearly it was just a cash grab, you know, which, you know, let, let's face it, you make movies to make money, but it was just a cash grab. Um, I don't know. I hate the look of this movie. I hate the, the just everything about it, the visuals of the movie. Um you know, Norman Bates is Norman Bates. You know, <laughs> he's so frustrating. Anthony Perkins does a fine job yeah. playing him. You yeah, know, he's he, good. Obviously, it's his best known role, and he played it. You know, played it the way that he does. But just overall, um, I don't know. I don't really have much good to say about this movie. I think it's stupid, uh, unnecessary, and it was just sleazy as can be. To to answer the professor's question, uh, he he directed one other movie, 1988's Lucky Stiff, which is described as, according to IMDb, it's described as comedy horror. Uh, the synopsis is a plump loser after being left at the altar by his fiance is invited to Christmas dinner by a beautiful woman, but her family are cannibals who intend to have him as the main course. Huh. Oh. So so Perkins has only directed two movies, 1986's well, Psycho Three and 1988's. Uh, that that should be that might be a movie to to watch for the fans. Yeah. Why not? That sounds. There can't be any worse than Psycho Three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyways, huh. the famous last words written by Pat Proft, who uh, 
he he's the guy that did like um some of the um abram zucker comedies like uh naked gun and uh, uh hot shots yeah yeah pat proft is that guy so so it might be funny it might be good. a good watch i've never seen it so maybe who, i should check it out well, who's that? uh who's with that being with uh there's not a ton nobody, of famous people yeah nobody's in it so uh, with that, before we give our grades, let's go see what some of the grades from the internet are here on Google. Uh, they have uh, so, so Shout Factory, you know, the, the people who put out those awesome Blu-rays oh, and stuff. Yeah. They're a little out of touch, I think. Five out of five. Uh, Yikes. I am, I am D- <laughs> That's a perfect movie. Uh, yeah. It's a perfect no. Well, I think I think Shout Factory has has uh, what's it called what's it called? Uh an agenda. Yeah, they're uh, trying to sell it. I IMDB has it rated as a 5.4 out of 10. <laughs> Rot- right. Rotten Tomatoes when you mix the critic score and the fan score is 58%, but the fan score of this movie is 28%. I checked it out on Rotten Tomatoes previously to coming here. So the fans so it, it, believe it or not critics and telling it by IMDB even that's a critic score 5.4 out of 10. Uh, so critics technically like this movie a little bit, which is yeah. weird. Google users, which is always high for some reason, 83% of people like this on Google. I am not one of those 83% yeah, of the people. I don't understand this. And I'm not even in any of these camps. Uh, so my grade out of 10, four, psycho, uh, three, I gave it a flat five. Like it's 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 a fun slasher at times. There's some cool deaths in it, uh, so I can see watching the movie. It wasn't a waste of time, no, but in, in but it was a mediocre, right down the middle movie. There was nothing that made the the you know it failed in the in the surprise. It didn't. It wasn't shot like the the psychos of past, which is a big is a big thing because Psycho Two is one of the greatest. And actually, me and Mike said was the greatest horror sequel of all time. Yeah, I really think it is. Yeah. And I still I I, I I if if not the greatest, it's up there. Not The Exorcist Two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. By the way, Exorcist Three is actually Wait, better than Exorcist, Exorcist Three. Is way better, yeah. Uh, but uh, but I'm, I'm just gonna say I think that the praise, so the praise of Psycho Two, I'm saying, is so large, yeah. Especially coming 23 years after the original, it was a clever way to was a, carry the story. Yeah, in. yeah, and I, I enjoyed it. And, and but the shots, was the shots, clever. the shots were very good. The yeah. shots were very Hitchcockian. This wasn't shot that way. Mind you, the what makes it even worse is, yes, it came out three years later than the movie, but it takes place a month after. How do things look so much different within a month? Yeah. Like, that that doesn't make any sense. Like, they didn't take any time to really kind of, you know, make it make you believe you were a month out. So there's a lot of holes, a lot of stuff. And, you know, a rookie, you can say a rookie director, so maybe some of that was where the mistakes were at. And but, you would hope that he would have picked some stuff up from being with Hitchcock. Yeah, you would have thought. And yeah. at least hired the the right cinematographer yeah uh but with that being said i i like i said i i five out of ten i don't really think it's the worst movie i've seen but it's just right down the middle it's blah uh will rich be watching this movie again anytime in the future i don't think so uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, the, the downturn from three Yo. from three through the remake, you're going to see a trend of me just oh, yeah, probably just, never watching these movies again. It's terrible for good after reason. this. Uh, I got to watch four this week. I don't remember much good about four, but we'll see. But next week, but five, a uh, five out of ten. I, I think I think that's fair because, like I said, it's it's basically I mean, down the middle. It's me. I feel like me. four is the sleaziest, but we'll get into that. Yeah. I, from what I remember, I just remember being like, "Ooh, wow." We'll, we'll, we'll check that out this week because I have to rewatch it. I can't remember. Yeah. Everything. All right, Professor, you got the grade book. What are you giving the grade to Psycho 3? Well, I'd uh, give this a 6 out of 10. One more point than Rich here, um, just because of Jeff Fahey. <laughs> but, like, I, I, I'm a, I, I really, he, he hams it up quite a bit in this, and I like that. Um, but other, other than that, like, I mostly agree. It just seems that 
it seems like a way less clever take on the story the material it doesn't really go anywhere it just spins its wheels it's like just and the cinematography everything about it just it, it seems like hack work kinda. you don't feel like a, you're watching yeah. a psycho movie at all yeah because the first two do have a, a visual style to them that and this one just seems like a made for tv movie almost and um <clears throat> i i uh i would give it like a 60 you know it'd be a clear f um but i'm glad i've seen it you know a few times at least already so a six out of ten or yeah, or sixty percent. It's, it's a it's a, it's a cheap yeah it's a fail. I mean sixty five would be an F plus I guess. Like I said, <laughs> I, when I go on my scale, like halfway down the road, it's just kind of like eh, yeah. you know, take it or leave it. You're not gonna, I'm not gonna be rewatching this. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Mike C, you're the last one as always. What is the review? And uh, let us know what you're thinking. All right, so uh, just to kind of go back in time a little bit, uh, the original back Psycho, I gave a nine out of ten. Psycho two, I gave it an eight out of ten. Um, both fantastic movies, one of the great sequels uh, in, in horror cinematic history. Uh, Psycho 3, I, I think that the uh, the 3 in Psycho 3 is fitting because this movie is a 3 out of 10, in my opinion. It oh, is sleazy, wow. it is terrible, it's unnecessary. Jeff Fahey, to say he hams it up is an understatement. Uh, he's the <laughs> I have a feeling one of Mike all. has had a bad experience personally with Jeff Yeah, Fahey. what did he do to you, man? Yeah, I want to. I want to fight him on a street corner. You don't uh, like his lunch money. You, know, you didn't like Lawnmower Man. No, I hated that too. <laughs> Wasn't his name Job in that? I think it was Job. Yeah, you yeah. didn't wait. You that didn't... was actually the first time I ever remember seeing him, and I didn't like him in that either. Did you ever see Body Parts though? Body uh, Parts is a solid. I think I did actually Body Parts? I Body I, Parts is a good movie. I like that movie quite a bit. I remember him a lot from I Body don't Parts. Liking it, and I like seeing him in pop up in Tarantino stuff. Um, he he was in um, the Grindhouse movies, you know. By the way, b- body parts not to be confused not to be confused with body melt. No, no, that is a little different. Right, <laughs> a little different. <laughs> but all right, yeah. No. Sorry, no, I sorry, that. sorry, it's, you it's don't like bad... Fahey. Well, that's fine, but I, I respect it. I respect that score. Yeah, I do. Once too. again, like, I, I wasn't going to be isn't as good. It is not a good movie. I, I, I wasn't going to be as brutal on it. I just don't think it's like that's why I said a five. I mean. Yeah. To me, it wasn't the worst thing I've seen. Like, I, below a five is like, you know, when we start getting in, for my scale, when we start getting into fours and threes and twos, that means it's, like, horrible. We're getting like, to, like, like Manos, Hands of to, Fate. Yeah, we're getting into, like, five is, like, the cutoff where I'm, like, I didn't regret wasting my time. Like, this was not 93 minutes where I went, 93 minutes that I want to get back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, i.e., we were just talking about the grudge. I gave the grudge a four. Because, yeah. believe it or not, other than maybe, what? 20 minutes of the movie time there was an hour of the movie that i uh, the hour and 10 minutes of my life i will never get back uh like i said I, it's a good watch for those 20 minutes but it, if since i know where they are the only way i'm re-watching that movie is to skip to the scenes i want to see yeah i mean honestly and, I, and there's one i just keep playing on a loop and i guess i'd be entertained if if that scene mike in the grudge was played on a loop for an hour and a half that movie would have gotten a that would have been the first perfect movie in the history of, of the film i would have yeah, broken i would have i would have broken my own rules for the 9.5 and i would have given that son of a bitch a 10 you know why because it was a yeah. it was an amazing moment. brave choice just showing the same moment. scene over and over again Sorry, for, an hour and a half. for an hour and a half over and over by, by the they way just done that by the way really when, me and, the when me and mike c left that theater if they would have shown that if they would have just 
done that, right we wouldn't have end. felt we wouldn't have we wouldn't have felt like we uh, wasted an hour and a half of our time <laughs> or an hour and ten minutes. There was twenty minutes worth of good stuff. Hour and ten minutes of waste. So wow. that's why I got a four. This yeah. movie, I was like, you know what? I didn't feel like it wasted my time, so I was going to give it higher than that. Yeah. But at the same time, it wasn't good. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just like a TV movie type. Yeah. You know, like it's all right. Like, well, like the, I watched, like I seen said, it. Done. I mean. There yeah. was so much stuff that they didn't take into consideration. Like it's supposed to be a month later in the snap. But I, I told I told Rich last week. You know, Professor, you weren't here, but yeah. one of the things that that gets me, because I've seen this movie several times. Again, it's it's like Halloween twenty eighteen. I've tried to watch he, it more than he once. Loves the, he loves the he loves to watch bad movies. That yeah, he hates. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, get it. yeah. I, I like to try to find them. something in them to make me like them more. But one of the things that makes me laugh every time is you got the private investigator and in, I can't remember who else. It might've been a cop. I, I think it was the cop. Yeah. Go to Emma school's house when they're trying to find out what's going on. They go to her apartment and on her end table, she's got a picture of herself in a frame in her own apartment. Just a picture of herself. It's like a headshot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like, you know, <laughs> like, what they did is they took just to remind you that they're, you're they in her the, place. What it was, they took the actress's actual old headshot that she used to use when she was going to, you know, cause back in the day, I don't know if you guys know this. I mean, I know the guys at this table, but the listeners, they used to actually, the headshot came because they used to actually give out like an eight by 10 headshot with their resume when yeah. they're trying to get casted for a job. That's what they did. They just took that headshot. And just put it on her thing. <laughs> They're like, here, just throw it there. Fuck it. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the book. And that then, like, the, that, that was the other thing. Like, I don't understand why the big key, and I mean, I'm glad that, and the reason why I used their synopsis there, because they touched upon it. The one thing I never got, their big clue, key of evidence, the aha moment, is the fact that she wrote the number for the Bates Motel over and over again yeah. on the phone book. Like, I'm like, that doesn't yeah. make any that sense. That's not an aha moment. That just, that doesn't like, prove shit. She just really wanted to remember that phone number. Right, but I'm just saying, that, <laughs> I mean, I, it does show that it does show somebody's crazy and obsessed, but at the same point in juncture, if you think about it, where does is that, that? That's not it the doesn't connect moment. any dots. Oh, yeah. she, and think about it. They use that, uh, the, the character of Tracy uses that as her, like, light go light What's bulb. What's this? Like, like, like the light bulb like, yeah. goes off. Like, when she sees that, all of a sudden you see her face and she's like, ooh, huh. struggy. We saw the mystery. That's all man Crothers. Yeah. You know, it's fucking. No, it's, it, it, it's, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was just one of those moments where you're like, "Huh, that's the that's the f- it's you know, a, whatever." It's disappointing. Like sure. I said, I it, it, it like the only reason it's not a waste of time because at the end of the day, it was a slasher film and there was some cool kills. I'll yeah, Norman that. Bates is a slasher, you know, even though he was never a slasher up until this point. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And I like the fact that they did not go the route of the book as we talked about last week, and they they did what they did with Psycho Two because that's why it's one of the greatest movies, and it's not you know horrible, you yeah. know. And, and then we go to this one, and this one's not horrible yet. <laughs> this yeah. one's this one's on the edge, and then oh, trust me, trust living me. on the edge. Trust me, we're gonna go over the edge in the next two weeks. We have two weeks oh, left, and if you think we're going that, into the abyss, we're going into the abyss for you fans. Uh, I'm sure some funny moments are gonna come out of it because yeah. from what I remember from both of these I'm movies, excited. I have some. I have, I'm going to have some interesting, like, what the fuck moments. If you thought me just saying the aha moment was bad, oh, wait, wait for the next two weeks. There's some bad stuff. Especially there. once we get to Gus Van Sant's <laughs> oh, Psycho. Oh, with Anne Heche. Anne Heche. And Vince Vaughn. Julianne Moore and By the Viggo way, I, Mortensen. I just want to point out, this was Vince Vaughn before. Fame. Before fame, this is Vince Vaughn. Where I, I don't think he is. I, he was swingers. What, maybe? I think he was in Swingers, but that was because swingers was, had been out. He was yeah. in Rudy. Right. He, yeah, he was yeah, in a few yeah. things before. Yeah, but, but I'm Rudy's just saying this not... was his. This was supposed to be his coming out party. Yeah. How he had a career. This is the reason why. Vin, had, by the, the way, yeah. This is why Vince Vaughn went into comedy 
after this movie. Well, have because, you seen uh, Brawl on Cell Block 99? Yeah. You didn't like it? Uh, it's all right. Oh, I liked it. I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I don't think it's worse than Psycho Remake. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that later, but I mean, uh, I'm, I'm just saying, I, I, I don't yeah, understand no, no. why he went into comedy after. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the good reason. Uh, Jurassic this, Park yeah, Two, right? He was in oh, Lost Jesus. World. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah, he was in Lost World. He, he had. That, he that, was, that, there's one word in, in that title. There's there. one. There's one word in that title that talks all about that movie. Yeah, Lost. Yeah. Uh, and the, and the, the T Rex. The studio. Oh, magic. The studio also lost. Some oh money. yeah. Uh, but uh, no. Uh, the, uh, the 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 bottom line about that is Swingers. I can't even count Swingers. The only reason he was in it is because him and John Favreau are boys. Yeah. It's really the only reason he's in it. He's good now. And look how great, look how great Favreau is. He should hook him up with a job now that he's like the czar of fucking Star Wars, basically. Yeah. I know. I know. Eileen Kennedy is still technically the, the in charge. Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy. Kennedy. Sorry, Kathleen Kennedy is still in charge. But come on, Disney's Disney's already peeping out him in the keys of Favreau, yeah. which like, they hey. should. Which yeah, they should. That's a whole another. That's a whole another genre for another day. Uh, that's going to bring us to the end of the horror zone uh, review. What was your take? Tell us what you thought about Psycho Three. Did you give it a better score than us? Did you love it or did you hate it as much as Mike? Wherever you are on the scale, <laughs> you you let us know. Anything we talk about. If there's a movie you want us to review, because obviously we have five weeks of, of Psycho, and then we're going to go back to the drawing board of what we're doing next. Uh, but if you have a movie, hey, we're open to it all the time. Of course, there's always that challenge from our good friend, the maestro. He says that he'll watch and review any bad movie. Nobody has said any horrible movies. Yeah. We talk about more horrible movies on this show. And uh, you can you send anything that you don't think we've seen, and we'll make him watch it, because trust me, he likes to watch that shit. I don't know why, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you can do all that on the social media. Facebook. Three, or Facebook Horror Zone Six Hundred Seven. Wow, I forgot what podcast I'm doing. Where am I? Who am I? This is this is this is the moment where, <laughs> where I, I am doing too many podcasts. His pupils are dilated, guys. I, I, I don't know, know what where he's... I am. So, <laughs> on Facebook Horror Zone Six Hundred Seven, like and share the page. On Twitter and Instagram, we're at Horror Zone Six Hundred Seven. Make sure you're following us on there. Also, use that hashtag HZ Six Zero Seven whenever talking about the show. You can find us on Eight One Two Two Productions Check out the archives. Check out the reviews we have out. Check out uh, the Three Fat Nerds page, the Wrestling Show page. Check out the Friends of the Show which includes our wonderful friends over the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour. Uh, you know, there'll be links up soon. Check out our sponsors. Both of our sponsor stores hopefully will be opening back up pretty soon here yeah. now that we're opening up in our area. Uh, so Dragon Master Games, thank you guys so much. If you have Magic the Gathering and gaming needs, uh, DragonMasterGames.com is back up and operating, I do believe, at this point, Ginger. And Check of course, if you're in the 607 and you need your car cleaned, directs to Rod's Auto Detailing. Thank those guys so much, and hopefully they make it through this. We're going to try our best to keep plugging them, especially for the local people, because because they really do need to get back on their feet. Unfortunately, they've been shut down too long. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, if you want to support this show monetarily, help us pay some of the bills around here. For as little as $1 a month, $12 a year, you get all of the bonus content. There is a lot of it. I mentioned it earlier. Uh, but you go to patreon.com slash 8122productions. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. With that being said, that is all I have for plugs and getting taken care of the business end, Mike. So take them home. All right. Sounds good. So, uh, yeah, can't wait uh, until next week when we record again and we uh, bring you the week's biggest horror movie news, of course. But can't wait to talk about Psycho 4 next week. It's yeah. going to be exciting. <laughs> it's going to be the greatest cinematic experience it's of our be, life. It's going to be a doozy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be a doozy. I actually uh, I have to watch it again because I've only I think I've seen it twice and it's been a long time since I watched it. Watch I actually it like remember liking or it more times. than the third one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I actually remember liking it more than the third one, believe it or not. Really? I found some interesting things in it, but I'll, I'll have to watch it again to see. Uh, I think most of those things that were interesting was uh, Henry Thomas and uh, um, Olivia Hussey being in the movie. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah. You know, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll watch it again. So we're excited to bring you that uh, that review next week, and we'll, we'll let everybody know what we think of that. But um, yeah, you know, until then, you know, yeah. let's find out where I'm going to be next week. Anybody got any guesses? We should where put up a poll on Twitter to find out where be? I'm going to turn up next week. Believe it or not, he's in Brisbane. Yeah, he's still in Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> Brisbane. Yeah. From the land of Brisbane. Have I been pronouncing it wrong? Uh, I mean, I guess here in the in our hemisphere is Brisbane. Brisbane. I don't know if they pronounce it it's, differently it's there. Brisbane. It's not Brisbane. Right. Once again, I don't know how they Brisbane. pronounce it. I pronounce it Brisbane. Brisbane. But then again, we it's always like Mel- Oregon. It's like Melbourne. It, it, Melbourne. It's like Melbourne. People people call it Melbourne. 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 It's Melbourne. No, it's Melbourne. Yeah. It's Melbourne. So, yeah. Melbourne. It's Brisbane. Brisbane, Australia. Brisbane. So find out where I'm going to be next week. Anybody wants to, you know, put it up on Twitter. You know, we it's can like take Worcester. a poll. Worcester. But if yeah. you're out there, it's Worcester. Maybe Welcome I'll end up to in Worcester, Worcester next week. You just don't know. You just don't know where I'm going to turn up in an undisclosed location in a bunker underground next week. Uh, but, uh, you know, until then, for Rich, for the professor, this is Mike Z saying, see ya.